1: If you dare.
2: The biggest games of the football season are coming and BetRivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push. For your next bet, try a new multi-game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same-game parlays into one multi-game parlay. Make your parlay today at BetRivers. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bet.
1: This is the Los Angeles CityCast with Danielle Alvari, presented by Bet Rivers.
2: Welcome into your Monday edition of the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. Happy post-Christmas Monday, if that's a thing, if that's a thing you celebrate. Hopefully you had a holly and jolly weekend because the Sunday NFL slate was bleak. Frankly, the Saturday one was too. I mean, the Cardinals... Lost to the Colts, which the Colts are a good team, but the Cardinals in a skid right now. What is going on there? Uh, And then, I mean, pick your game. It was a mess. The Chargers and the Texans, we'll talk about it. But spoiler alert, the Texans won. Uh, Rams beat the Vikings, but not in necessarily glorious fashion. And the Sunday night football game. Washington, the Cowboys. That game went over in the first half. I mean... 56 to 14, it's like Washington didn't even show up. And it's tough because this is the time of year where we're seeing a lot, and lot of players not playing and positive tests and this and that with COVID. And so it's just really, really tough to keep up with everything. But if you placed bets anyways, whether they won or lost, I... Support you. Good job. Great job. Uh, Trying anyways. Trying. uh, You're either going to win or you're going to learn. So let's try to make things a little bit easier for you for next week. We'll talk about how the games went today as well. In today's show, first, we got to recap Rams at the Vikings. I have questions and uh, a couple key stats for you. Chargers at Texans also, we'll talk about that. But to do all of that, we'll bring in Will Hill, host of the New York City cast, to join us uh, and also discuss monday night's nets clippers game you may remember i had will on last friday's episode to talk about the nets and lakers game that was played on christmas we will also talk about how that went but first things first we always want to check out the los angeles lines available at Bet river sportsbook in the nfl broncos at the chargers this week by the way if you have the chargers win total needed over nine and a half they have to win these last two games for them first one being the broncos here coming to visit them at home and the total sitting for 45 and a half or so Rams on the road at the Ravens. The Rams are two and a half, even three point favorites in some spots, two and a half on Bet river. So if you like that number, that is the best one available total for this game. 45 and a half as well, by the way, as I mentioned, Cardinals lost and the Rams won, not the most beautiful win, but nonetheless, I will take it. And the Rams last week to win the NFC West odds on Bet rivers, plus 125. Now minus 335. The Cardinals were minus 139 and now they're plus 260 after their loss to the Colts. So shows you how quickly that can swing. It's not a bet I necessarily would have made plus 125. Wasn't that exciting to me, but as will actually mentioned in the last show, it's not a ton of time to tie up your money because we're at the end of the season here now. So maybe it was worth a play, but now down to minus 335 for the Rams to win the NFC West. So good news for Rams fans there and not so good for Cardinals fans as for College football, as I mentioned, UCLA in a bowl game versus NC State. UCLA getting two points now. This opened with one and a half being the number. Now it's up to two. Total was up about 59 and a half, I believe, when it opened, and now up to 60 on Bet Rivers right now. Holiday Bowl, December 28th, Tuesday, and, of course, NBA action on Monday, Nets at the Clippers. The Clippers played Sunday night as well. They just barely lost to the Nuggets. No Paul George in the mix, and he won't be for a while. So Nets four and a half point favorites in this one. You can find all these odds at Bett River Sportsbook. And now without further ado, here is my conversation with Will Hill, host of the New York City cast. Let's welcome in Will Hill from the New York City Cast. Of course, I'm Danielle Avari from the Los Angeles City Cast. Presented by Bet Rivers. Will from Play Sugarhouse. House. Will, uh, how was your Christmas? First of all,
3: before we get into everything, it was good. It was good. I hope you had a good Christmas as well. Before we get to the games, I just think the more important question is, uh, do you have any money I can borrow? Because I got my ass kicked today <laughs> in these football games. It did not go well. It's been a good year, but it was not a good Sunday. So, uh, you know, even a couple hundred bucks, I can give you my Venmo or my cash app and. Uh, hopefully we can we can move forward so I can keep the lights on around here
2: I had the charters in a
3: teaser oh so I, I stayed away from the game I, I actually put a little uh, on Houston live because we talked about the other day about them making the playoffs and mm-hmm. winning the AFC and all of a sudden I got all these bets pending I was like I gotta get a little oh, something yeah. back here if the Texans <laughs> uh if the Texans win and man, it didn't seem like a fluke every time you look up the Texans are moving the ball I kind of you know in these early window these early games you got an eye on everything and Man, it just seemed like every time you look up, the Texans have the ball. They're driving. The Chargers could not get off the field. I, I know they were missing a few guys for COVID, but hell, so was Houston, and uh, that was a shocking result. And <sighs> you know they've played hard. They've played well. Davis Mills. It doesn't look like they'll probably won't draft a quarterback. He's played well enough to yeah you know, at least talk themselves into and giving him a shot. But that was a terrible loss for the Chargers. Awful loss.
2: What are they now? Eight and seven. Ugly. <laughs>
3: Eight and seven they have Denver at home and I think they have the Raiders. I think Raiders. both of those games are at home. So I mean it's still right there in front of them. I think them. they're on they the road still... for the Raiders. Yeah, what, what was that game on Monday night? That that Monday night game, the first one was was in LA. Okay, so that's yeah. Look, everything's still in front of them. I mean they can still get to ten and seven. Ten probably gets you in, but look, this is one you're banking on here to to get you, you know, the free spot and the bingo card, and then you split the last two and you're in good shape. Now they gotta sweat it out here.
2: Yeah, and if you had over the total, if you had over 9.5 wins for the Chargers season win total, this is why I don't bet futures. I don't like this long sweat, and they need to win out for you to cash in over on that.
3: Yep, you're right, and you're, you're right. They are uh, hosting the Broncos next week. They're favored by 6, and then they're at the Raiders, who won again today. So the Raiders are in the mix. Raiders yeah. are 8-7-2. The Chargers did beat them head-to-head, so if you could ever beat them again, you get the tiebreaker no matter what the Raiders do, and... Uh, Boy, it, it, that's tough. That's a brutal one. Especially if you consider where you were just, you know, ten days ago against the Chiefs, where you could have won that game. You're prime position to win that game, maybe win the division. And here you go, and you're fighting for your life. So, uh, an infor- unfortunate turn of events. Some of these teams, the Vikings, the Chargers, you can just never trust them, no matter who they're playing.
2: Well, you brought up the Raiders really quick. I want to ask, have you had a chance to speak to uh, our very own Brent Musburger, the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders? I haven't got to hear him a lot speak about this team, but I know he was really high on them last season. So do you know where he's kind of – what he said about this team?
3: I haven't. I, I know Gil had him on for uh, – what does he have? The Beating the Book, the Megapod. He had him on yes. right around Thanksgiving. I got to get around to listen to it because I've heard it's great. He was very candid about Gruden, about everything the team's been mm. through. I can't imagine at the time he was too complimentary, but – uh, looked at you know it's almost like they've had three different seasons because remember they started yeah. out what three and zero then they played terribly uh, now they you know they kind of got a break where they played Cleveland with that COVID game they probably wouldn't have won otherwise but now you look up they won today they're eight and seven they're kind of in the mix where it feels like half the AFC has you know seven eight losses and is still in the mix hell even Pittsburgh's still in the mix so uh, a lot still to be decided in the AFC.
2: That's ugly. That's ugly to even consider. I forgot the Steelers are still in the mix. Uh, Well, yeah, that's going to be the last game for the Chargers at the Raiders. So a little bit of Vegas action going on there, perhaps. But this was abysmal. This Chargers-Texans game. I couldn't believe it. You mentioned that people were out. I mean, Joy Bosa obviously out starting cornerback Devon Campbell and then starting center Corey Lindsley, just to name a few. And those were kind of the biggest ones. But that's no excuse. For the, I mean, it looks like a no-show on the defense side of no things excuse. when you see 41-29. Yeah. to 29. I mean, lose, don't cover, overhits. I mean, I liked the under for this game. I'm glad I didn't bet that, too.
3: Yeah, you can't have it. I mean, I, look, Houston's played hard. They played pretty well. But, I mean, that's one where you just got to win that game. You got to find a way to win that game. You got Herbert. You still got, you know, most of your pieces there. And Houston was missing a bunch of guys. Just uh, no excuse. I mean, everyone loves Staley. We all kind of anointed him maybe too soon because he goes for all the fourth downs. But... That's a tough one, especially you're supposed to be a defensive coach, and that kind of performance is just ugly. I think Houston's last in the league in, t- in touchdowns on offense. So to, yeah. to have that kind of performance is just brutal.
2: They're like second to last in the amount of points in a game, I think, with 14.8, and they put 41 up on the Chargers. That's why I'm like, people are saying the Chargers are this team and they're going to make this deep run in the playoffs. And I was just so concerned watching week to week this Chargers defense, whether it's the rush defense or, or elsewhere. And I mean, you can't be missing one starting corner and just completely fall apart. And so uh, the good news, though, is if you did have Justin Jackson after you found out about the Austin Eckler news, if you had him for fantasy, then that came up big for you. Two rushing touchdowns for him. Herbert, 27-35, he passed for 336 yards. But this just goes to show you can't out-offense your bad defense.
3: No, you can't. Eventually, at some point, you got to get stops. And he did throw the pick late for the touchdown. So, again, just yeah. a terrible performance. He felt like, you know, they're hanging around that they – even though I think that you know I think they were down maybe five at halftime that all right, they'll get their stuff together second half, kind of pull away, come out with a narrow victory. Probably won't cover, maybe they'll cover a tease, but just yeah. could never get off the field on defense.
2: Real ugly. Real ugly. I have them in a teaser, like I said. It crashed, Oof. it burned. Uh if you have the Chargers win total, you gotta hope that they win out here last two games, and like like you said, Broncos-Chargers, six-point favorite of the Chargers in that one, so...
3: That got up to 13, too. I mean, it was 10 and a half all week, and before... people ...must have just been betting and betting the Chargers. Uh, It got all the way up to 13, and man, uh, (laughs) didn't cover
2: Well, actually, one of my brother's friends is a pretty big gambler, but I wouldn't say the best, like I wouldn't say the sharpest, but likes to bet a lot of money and actually texted him. We were together for Christmas and he was like, he's asking about the charge. He's asking about the Chargers. I said, do not let him bet on the chargers. He goes, yeah. And I go, what, like money line? Because, you know, he's got a big bankroll. He'll lay the money line. No, no, he's taking the spread. No, 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 don't let him do that. And he, he laid the spread and he, you know, flowers, flowers for him. Unfortunate. Oof. But I get it. It's hard. You, I, I said this last week. You cannot trust this Chargers team, and this is a prime example of that. So congrats to the Texans. No turnovers either for them. Uh, the Rams, though. Killing their though,
3: draft status, though. Killing their draft picks. Some of these teams, the Jets. Yeah, I don't think another, they know how that killing...
2: works. I don't think they know how it works.
3: No. Well, they don't care. I mean, I don't blame them. I wouldn't care if you're one of these guys. I mean, you're not going to be on the team. Do you remember talking years?
2: about this organization at the start of the year? We were just like, what's going on here? I know. What are these? Well, decisions? Now they got Watson
3: too. And they could trade a bunch of picks or trade Watson, get a bunch of picks. Yeah. If Mills is a decent quarterback, which is, I'm still not sure on him, he played pretty poorly most of the year. I know he played well recently, but uh, if he's halfway decent, and you got some picks. Maybe you, you know you move in the right directions. It's still so weird how Watson just hasn't played. I mean, you got like a 25, 26 year old quarterback in his prime, top five player, and he's just not there. He's not suspended. He's not on a team. He just kind of he, he just kind of forgot about him. It's really strange.
2: He's in legal limbo. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird because we can't even I mean, I wouldn't even try to project where he's gonna end up or what's gonna happen with him because we just don't know at this point. It's right. just it's a mystery. Right. Uh also a little mysterious, a little sad for me. Uh Matt Stafford's interception Oof. bug is back. Oof. Rams Vikings. They did get the win. The Rams won. They covered the overhit 30 to 23 in this one. The total for this one finished around 48 and a half, closed around there. But Matt Stafford, three interceptions, two of them by the same player, Anthony Bargo, Bruins. Uh, but one touchdown for him, and only one hundred ninety-seven passing yards. So looking at this, Rams won. You might be excited they covered, but ugh, in ugly fashion.
3: Really, I mean it was more about the defense. every time uh, they tried to keep Minnesota in the game, Minnesota couldn't just grab a hold of it. I mean they had first and mm-hmm. goal a couple of times, had to settle for a field goal, uh, another opportunity vikings you know we're, were driving down seven nothing ball off i think it was osborne's hand gets intercepted and, man stafford did everything he could to let him hang around and vikings finally got it to three cut went three and out and then the punt return for a touchdown it just felt like the rams were keeping him at arm's length all day And like you said they get the win but you know you watch the packers the cowboys tonight are just burying washington what an awful performance this is by washington tampa the big teams for the nfc can you really compete with these teams if you're the rams with Stafford playing like that, I mean, that's just—I mean, it's good enough to beat the Vikings. Who, look, Thielen wasn't 100 percent. The Vikings are the Vikings, but uh, I, I don't know how much you can trust Stafford. And like you said, it's a victory—you'll take it. Now you're—you know—in control in, in the NFC West, believe it or not. But uh, ugly performance by Stafford—he threw three interceptions. He could have thrown four or five. I mean, they, the Vikings yeah. got a lot of a lot of hands on his passes.
2: And we've seen, I mean, like I said, it's back. We've seen this this bad decision making, these bad passes recently. Just because we had one good week. I mean, we don't forget.
3: No doubt. Now, the lines yeah. for this week are up. Is there anything else you want me to read them to you, see if there's anything you like? <laughs> Col- uh, for their next game? Yeah. No, just everyone. Colts minus, In, uh... Colts minus nine and a half against the Raiders. We've got Bears minus six against the Giants. Get your popcorn for that one. Uh, Bucks minus 13 against the Jets. Wow, Bills minus 14 and a half against Atlanta. Chiefs minus at Cincy. That's a fun one. This one that was, was interesting to me. New England minus 17 against Jacksonville. Can New England really be minus 17 against anyone? Uh like you mentioned, Chargers minus Should six against anyone? Denver. Yeah. 49ers and Texans. That's 49ers minus 15 and a half. Wow, some big lines. Vegas is not messing around. Uh, Seahawks minus seven and a half against Detroit. I wouldn't bet that if that was the last game on the planet. Uh, Rams minus three at Baltimore, and, and Packers minus seven at Minnesota. Is there anything in those games that kind of jumps out to you?
2: I kind of like was... the Rams. I I, I was going. To, I'm saying I'm walking down that road right now, but I'm nervous because it's at the Ravens, correct? So it
3: is, but they have nobody in their secondary now. You would think they'll get either Huntley or Lamar back, and then they play. They play with Josh Johnson, who's a third-string quarterback who just. You know, joined the team ten days ago off the Jets practice squad. Uh, I mean, they're literally picking guys up off the street to play in the secondary. I don't know uh, how you stop anyone with that. And They've lost four That's in true. a row. That's like, like
2: everywhere, though, all the NBA 10-day contracts. It's just, no. it's just everybody's Christmas dreams
3: coming true. It's crazy. It really is crazy. Yeah, that would be one that jumped out to me. Rams minus three. And I, look, I, nobody wants to bet the Jags, but New England minus 17 over anybody. Uh, I don't see that one. That's I would a lot actually of take points the points in the NFL a ton of points a ton of points and new england's two
2: and a half at bet rivers so two and a half even for the rams
3: yeah uh, i would think yeah i mean that's going to be a lot quarterback dependent whether it's huntley or lamar i don't know that lamar is going to be back i mean those ankle injuries are tricky uh and again he's not one of those guys if he's 70 percent, that's an issue because he needs his legs he needs to be able to run around so uh, my initial leans would be the rams and And probably the Jaguars, believe it or not. Did you see somebody, I'm sure you're going to see it after the game, asked Belichick if he had any New Year's resolutions? I did not. What did it say? It was after they lost. I mean, he was given his typical Belichick press conference. and It was a a female reporter, so I think Belichick, if if it was a guy, I think Belichick probably would have lost it on or said something snarky. Belichick actually didn't handle it. He wasn't rude about it. He just very quietly said, I don't have any New Year's resolutions. But somebody asked him if he had any New Year's uh, resolutions. (laughs) No, I do not.
2: Brave, brave reporter.
3: Seriously. I mean, read Read the room room. a little bit. My goodness.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So you're asking about next week. And frankly, I had a teaser that had the Ravens in it. So and I thought I got, you know, a good number. And I can't I can't. I can't bet right now. I can't bet unless it's right up to game time. I really can't. I'd like to keep my eyes on games, of course. I know you mentioned that chiefs Bengals line. That's interesting. Four and a half, though. Ugh, what an ugly number. But maybe keep an eye on that one. A great, great day for Joe Burrow today, obviously. So it'd be great to see him and Patrick Mahomes kind of square off in that one. Um, are you going to bet on Giants-Bears?
3: <laughs> no. I will not bet it. I will not watch it. The Giants today at 44 pass attempts for 120 yards. Uh, I made the comment that Fromm would be better than Glennon because he can't be worse. Uh, He was actually worse. He was awful. He had about 25 yards passing in a half plus a football. He actually went back to Glennon. That was just a dreadful, dreadful performance. I'm actually sitting here. It's 56-7, Cowboys. We're recording this Sunday night, and I have live under uh, 68 and a half. So uh, (laughs) Washington's about to score, and I'm about to get my heart broken, and uh, a bad day is about to get worse here.
2: 56. This is just... It's just abysmal. I think the over went in the first half of this game, right? Oh, geez. Yeah,
3: I think this is probably the worst performance I've seen all year. And look, I watch a lot of Jets. I watch a lot of Giants. This is a complete no-show by Washington. I mean, that's an embarrassing performance. I know it's COVID. Yeah. You're missing a few guys. But, I mean, this is a really uh, poor performance. Well, we're seeing what, what teams can do under sport. adversity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's this is just... uh, this is pretty rough. They did get in the end zone here. So, 56-13. to 13. Kyle Allen to Bates here. That's your live update as – uh, that one goes over the, the live total. <laughs> well, they put Cooper Rush in. I figured they would just run the ball and run out the clock, but that was not the case. They threw a pass to, like their sixth, sixth-string receiver, and he took it about 80 yards, broke like nine tackles. So uh, n- not exactly a thriller here. Really a bad day of games. You know, usually uh, end of the year, you get five or six really good games. That early window starts to end, and, you know, you got a bunch of exciting games. Today was not the case. There was a lot of boring games, I thought, today.
2: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, which is kind of nice, you know, day after a holiday to kind of just lay around and not have to get too crazy. But, I mean, look at you still sweating out of bed. (laughs) The uh, Lakers played on Christmas. I feel like you're shaming me. You said you did not watch this. I'm I'm guessing you were watching the Colts beat the Cardinals, which is good news for the Rams. Uh, But Lakers-Nets was hilarious because I took Nets' money line, I think, the night before, which was very early for me. Normally I would bet it right before. And I got that even money and... I think I put, like, a couple of units on it, actually. I just felt that good about it. And then the whole game, I felt really good about it. I was watching the Nets just kind of dominate the Lakers. Russell Westbrook have his Russell Westbrook troubles and LeBron do LeBron things. And then, of course, at the end, LeBron gets us close. Uh, makes me sweat just a little bit in the final four minutes. But the Nets get it. They win 122-115. to 115. Uh, So, what, what – I mean, this poor Lakers team. Are they – like, I mean – everyone keeps saying if they're healthy, if they're healthy, but like, even if they're healthy at this point, I don't even know. Do I mean, do they have to get rid of Russell Westbrook. That's the question everybody wants to know. The million dollar question. I don't know, but who wants him? What are they going to get for him?
3: I mean, if you could just dump him, I heard somebody float the idea <laughs> that you could trade him for John wall again, which I don't know if two players <laughs> have ever been traded for each other twice. It's actually not a bad idea. I would idea. take I mean, John wall just, in a heartbeat. He's just killing them. I mean, they went on a big run with him off the floor. They bring him in and it goes south again. And, Look, four for 20, he's just, he's not making shots at the rim. That's the, the troubling thing because he's a guy who relies on his athleticism. Uh, that play where he got stuffed by the rim, that was very, I thought, symbolic of his season, the Lakers season, and they came all the way back and really had a chance to steal that game. And, you know, I thought Harden, his conditioning kind of gave out after missing all the time with COVID, and they were able yeah. to make a run late and just couldn't uh, could not finish the job.
2: Yeah. Well, the, Net- the Nets also have the Clippers, coming up so uh more more action are you glad that you have a a good team to talk about the Nets
1: (laughs) yeah
3: I don't really like the Nets though I don't know if anyone likes the Nets it's funny in New York they're kind of irrelevant as mediocre as the Knicks are every I mean you'll meet 20 Knicks fans before you meet meet a Nets fan it's just the way it is for whatever reason um
2: well especially now I mean the Knicks are fun now
3: yeah, I mean, they're okay. They're okay. It's just, it's a little cheap the way they stack their team. I mean, Durant and Harden, I mean, Durant and, and Kyrie both decide, all right, we're going to go to Brooklyn. And they weren't really built organically. And then they said, you know what, we'll trade for Harden. They gave up nothing to get them. Then they took off most of the season last year and said, all right, we'll just prepare for the playoffs. It was, I think it was good for the NBA that they didn't win because it was kind of cheap the way they, you know, stacked their team and kind of rigged it. So, you know what, we're, we're not going to play in the regular season. We'll just play in the playoffs. We'll stack our team. I think it was good that they didn't win. But, uh, look, if they get Kyrie back, I think I still favor Milwaukee over them. But, look, they're going to be in there. They're going to be in the conference finals. They're a good team.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see how they match up with the Clippers because – This Nets-Lakers game, it was an offense fest. I mean, no surprise there. The Nets are solid on defense, but the Lakers are not. Uh, So they were able to kind of do what they wanted with them. But the Clippers are a good defensive team. We've seen that. Now, unfortunately, they played Sunday night. They just wrapped up versus the Nuggets, and they lost 103 to 100. They were up a lot of that game, so that's unfortunate. But with that loss, that game, the under has hit an 8 out of the last 10 Clippers games. So they have really locked things up lately. Um, they were three and a half point dogs actually in that game. They were, uh, so they did just cover by the hook there. So that's why the hook's so important. But I think that this Clippers defense is going to slow this Nets team down a little bit. I'm not really sure. Do you think the Clippers are going to slow them down or the Nets are going to speed the Clippers up? It's hard to say, but I, I don't know. What are we going to see here?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Durant is out. Aldridge is out. But now Paul George is going to yep. be out for a month for the Clippers. And I just don't know how You're they right. score without him. I mean, obviously Kawhi's out. Yeah. Uh, You know, the rookie, Preston, I thought they were going to really get something out of him. He's been injured. It's just, man, some of these teams just don't have a lot of their guys. uh, So nobody really feels bad for you. But it's going to be hard for the Clippers, I think, to win games. And I remember talking with JVT preseason about uh, season win totals. And he liked the over. Mm -hmm. I liked the under. I was like, look, I could see them going over. But the reason I bet the under, Paul George always seems to miss a month, whether it's an ankle, a Mm -hmm. shoulder. Now he's out a month. And what do you do? It's just going to be hard to win games, you know, when you're out. your two best guys. They built this team around Kawhi, around Paul George. And now they have neither of them. So I would probably look towards the Nets and probably look towards an under here.
2: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I do. I completely think the Nets is the side to be on for sure. And I I think maybe we see an under here. But like you said, no Paul George. There was no Paul George versus the Nuggets. And they did hang in there. But they did not get that win. And I don't, I mean, the Clippers offense was, was poor with Paul George in is the thing. You know, like it was, it was just not doing well even with him in the mix. So uh, it's just going to go downhill from here. And it's weird because it's it's eerie. It almost mirrors the situation with the Lakers. It's like LeBron is just one more injury away from like then they don't have LeBron or AD. And then the Clippers are of course missing Kawhi. We haven't seen him play at all this season. And then now Paul George. So it's like these teams instantly lose their headliners if that's the case.
3: Yeah, it's scary too. Lakers, Clippers, same thing where they don't have their draft picks either. You get all of these guys to get no. Davis. You get all the give up all these picks to get. You know Kawhi and Paul George, and uh, these teams take all the picks and say, you know what, these picks are going to be bad. But if there's ever an, an injury situation where these guys miss a bunch of time, we could hit the lottery. And you know the Pelicans are sitting there, and, and what they did with that Davis trade? Now they didn't get a lot for Davis, but they, what they really did is they bet against the Lakers and said, you know what, maybe you have a year where Good you just, luck. yeah, you just have bad luck and, and everything goes wrong, and we get your pick. That might be the case here.
2: Uh, what do you need in this uh, Sunday night football game? I'm just checking. <laughs>
3: I had some under seventy and a half, and I had some under sixty eight. Please tell me they just ran out the clock. I mean, I'm seeing a
2: minute sixteen left at the time of recording for us right now. So if you already know, then you know how this ends. But for us, it's at seventy points right now, fifty six to fourteen with thirty six seconds left now. Under seventy and a half, looking okay.
3: Well, not. I mean, the way Washington's tackled Dallas could put like take the popcorn guy and give him the ball, and he's going to run for 80 (laughs) yards here. I mean, Washington is totally checked out. They got players punching each other on the sidelines. Uh, Just a terrible performance here. And like I said, really a bad day of games. I mean, there weren't too many games you say, oh, you got to watch the end. I thought the late – There
2: you go, final score, final score. You're under 70 and a half just by the nick of the hook of your nose. Um, It's been a bad couple weeks, to be honest. I I mean – Last week was tragic, and this week doesn't look much better. And next week, the the lineup that you read—I mean, there's so many double-digit favorites—it's gross. It's it's just not fun.
3: Yeah, I think what what'll make it interesting is all the playoff scenarios and all these yes. you know significant games. And uh, usually, the NFL doesn't disappoint us too many times in a row. You're going to get a week where we get some craziness, get some upsets. So, uh, a lot still to be ter- still to be determined. I think the playoffs are going to be great. I mean, you have a well, like a final real quick, force in- too. Yeah.
2: Before we wrap it up cardinals what Oof. do you think of the cardinals now Oof.
3: that was scary. trouble. that was trouble bad. In, yeah. in not so paradise <laughs> no and I, you know, I just think when they lose hopkins they're a different team and man they have really uh really played poorly here they've lost three in a row it's it's tough to see them as a legit contender i don't think that they are
2: how quickly that that train went off the track yeah
3: yeah no doubt and you got to I mean, worry about Murray full time. I mean, in a 17 game season, can Murray stay healthy for 17 games plus three or four in the playoffs? He's just such a little guy. He's not, you know, some of these <laughs> other little quarterbacks like Wilson's smaller, but Wilson's thick. I mean, Murray's like a legit 5'7, five, 5'8. Five, he's a tiny guy. And, you know, it just feels like it, it's being held together with pins and needles when he's your quarterback.
2: Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, here, here's hoping for uh, a much better weekend of games next weekend.
3: Yeah, and especially my picks. You know, my picks have been pretty good on the CityCast, <laughs> and I didn't really commit to anything when we did it Thursday because there was so much uncertainty. So if people uh, that are listening yeah, tail shouldn't. my picks, I saved you a lot of money by not giving you anything because, I, like I said, I just got uh, – had a rough day. You gave I mean, me look, such a
2: hard time about not having any. No. You were like, oh, you haven't made any picks. I was like, I can't. This is a mess.
3: <laughs> the no picks was, was probably a better strategy for your boy over here because I uh, I had a tough Save day. You money. Yeah, I, the worst one, which I didn't even give out, was Jags plus two and a half. They had first and goal oh, from yeah. the four, and I'll talk about this uh, more on Tuesday when I'm by myself. I'll Not go ready. through this. Yeah. I don't think teams tank, but if ever a team was tanking this, I mean, our first and goal from the four, they throw it one yards inbounds with like 20 seconds left, 25 seconds left. Then they almost throw it for an interception on second down. It actually gets caught at the one. Then they spike it with like 12 or 13 seconds left. You have two plays. You didn't need to spike it. And then on fourth down, they get an illegal formation. The game's over. They throw it incomplete anyway. Just a, a bizarre ending to that game. And uh, Jags plus two, plus two and a half, whatever you had, was about to cash, and it did, and it was a tough one.
2: Well, we're just, we're in the upside down right now. I don't know if you're a Stranger Things fan, but everything is backwards in the NFL. I don't know who's good and who's not anymore and who's trying and who's not. And uh, it's tough. It's tough, but we'll always be back as always. And this is Will Hill, of course. You can find him on the New York City cast, uh, which is sponsored by Play Sugar House. So Will, thank you so much.
3: All right, Danielle, we'll do it again soon. Thanks. Merry Christmas.
2: And thank you so much for listening to the Los Angeles CityCast. Remember, new shows three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Please subscribe to the pod. Leave a rating. You can leave a rating on Spotify now, too, if you didn't know that. Uh, check that out. So Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can leave a rating. That is if, you know, actually listen to the show. Uh, so share it with a friend. Feel free to tweet at me, at Danielle Avari. And remember, I'll be back, as always, for more fun and games on Wednesday. So come on back for more of the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet Rivers.